New York fans, do they give a fuck if people don't like them? Like Yankees, Knicks, Giants. No, they like you don't like us. We don't care. Go fuck yourself. Keep it pushing. <laughs> Boston fans. Oh, Boston God. fans give a fuck if you don't like them. They don't give a shit if you don't fucking like them. They've got each other. They don't give a shit, right? You don't like fucking Boston without you, whatever. Chicago fans, they don't care. Memphis is like, you don't like us? You you don't like Memphis? Well, you, you know, you don't know your history. And, what, what the fuck? Welcome into this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. I know you guys are NBA guys, but can we first start with March Madness? We're going to start with that. Uh, what is that? Let's go. What is that? March Madness? I don't know what that is. Aww. It's softball season for U of A. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Lady Cats. Channing, your text to us was pretty epic. What did I say? You were very in your feels emotionally. The Matrix. Got a lot of hopes, but Houston was a good team, man. Good gracious, they were a really good team. And then, you know, again, this is where I think being like that. Stop being like what? Stop being like you? what? I'm like I'm not fucking like we're going to start a fucking conversation about Duke. Like you weren't, you were doing it that get a reaction. <laughs> like now you want to say don't get a re- don't 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 do the reaction that I would fucking trying to get from you. Like really? Yeah, really? I'm not fucking talking about them. Sometimes, I don't, like, sometimes I don't it's not about you though. Them, but sometimes not, it's not about you. It's about our I'm listeners. Have you met Richard on our podcast? Have you met Richard? Podcast? Yes, it is on our fucking podcast. JJ Reddick, who yes, we're about to have on our podcast, about the three of us. said that he's going to be insufferable this week. Uh, yeah, dude. just like he fucking always is, like everybody can fucking do. Grand Hill like, is not insufferable. No Grand Hill is not insufferable. No, Grand Hill. Grand Hill's a good dude, but he's one of the fucking few. There's always an outlier. This is true. Elton Brand, great dude. Like, first of all, I don't got a problem. I like Corey McGetty. Like, they know. They know. They know that they're douches. <laughs> Douchekies. <laughs> Douchekies. Yeah, it, but you know what? They know like exactly they, what they know. Are. Like, uh, I think J.J. Reddick took a picture with um, Christian Leitner and someone else. I forgot who it was. And I literally text him like, that is the most hated trio of college basketball in the history. People try to make C.J. I love J.J. He's a good dude. And he actually he knows his shit really well. He was actually one of the reasons why we started this podcast, because he was doing a podcast. But his was like a one on one interview. And. And I, so I would hear about him doing a podcast and then whatever. And then this is how we all kind of got together. But like, like JJ Reddick was not nearly as hated as a fucking Christian Leitner or a Bobby Hurley. Like, come on. Like Dude, JJ Reddick. They hated JJ, JJ Reddick. Reddick. Look, I did, look, JJ's going to be mad at me when I say this, but I knew that college basketball was evolving in a in in a way that like okay where college basketball is now to where it was 20 years ago when i saw jj reddick averaging 30 a game at fucking duke in the acc and like his package was very very limited right doesn't mean he wasn't a bad man like jj's a bad man but his package think about it some of the other people were like glenn robinson 
right? Like we're talking about big dog. Like some of the people that put up these numbers and don't forget the other person was Adam Morrison, who's our boy. But I'm saying like, you could see that there was a shift going on in college basketball, like with the one and duns were about to start and all of this shit. You could, you could feel, for instance, the final four, my final four, it was Zach Randolph, Charlie Bell, Jason Richardson on Michigan State. On Maryland, it was Juan Dixon, Steve Blake, Will Cox, Lonnie Baxter, um, and I know I'm going to miss people. At Duke, it was Shane Battier, it was Carlos Boozer, Jason Williams, Chris Duhon, uh, Dante was on Trajan that Landing? team. Mike Dunleavy. No, no, no. He was, he was two years oh, before oh, that. Oh. Um, but Mike Dunleavy, on our team, it was me, it was Gilbert Arenas, it was Luke Walden, Michael Wright. So you look at that, and the final four was a motherfucking force. The final four was a force, and it's not that way. And it's been slowly evolving away from that. Not saying that there's not a bunch of top kids there, but it's different when you had juniors and seniors that were the best players in the fucking country versus it started to slowly, the talent level started to drop. How, how many... All of- NBA lottery picks you think will be in the final four over or under 10 under well, over or under six under 10. Ooh, I think it'll probably probably be close to six. Cause you're talking about Duke. Duke you're got talking about two North Carolina. You're talking about Carolina. Got one. But I'm just saying you're talking, but, but I'm saying you're talking about the blue bloods. Right. You're still talking about the ones and dones. A lot of them are going to be coming from those yeah. schools, right? Kentucky's a part of that in general, but no, the 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 college basketball talent level has severely dropped. Severely since, like, the, what since forever. Oh. <laughs> But no, but it's not, but I'm not, I'm not knocking these kids. Like you're still getting John Morant. So you're still getting like these Jason Tatum went to school for one year. You're getting the studs, but ideally these guys were typically going to school for two or three years, you know, one and done's and now just going to school just to show up for six months, just to dip. It just, that's why I think you, you see a, a shift in, in, you know, the way basketball is played, like the level of, of college basketball interest unless you have your team that you're passionate about, like the level of college basketball interest, especially after Zion, that, that really slowed down a little bit. Channing, what research are you doing? Trying to look up the, you know, NBA draft.net. Duke got, I think three guys in the the lottery. Yeah. They have a potential number one or number two. Yeah. They got the kid Uh, from Purdue going number one. Anyways. Ooh, he's a stud. Okay. Uh, do you? I haven't seen him. He's good. Do you guys have a, a favorite? Do you guys watch it now that Arizona's not in? Nope. No. No. Fuck no. no. Fuck no. Hell to no. the no. Do you guys no. send any no. love to Arizona? Any of your people there? Yeah. Yeah. Said, no. No. Mm. I said love, but fuck them. I, I sent him Venmo them five dollars no, to get some yeah. margaritas on spring break. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> now, mind you, I've been I, in a Sweet I, Sixteen I, too, but it's different because guys are like fifth-year seniors, right? It's like, right, like uh, all across the NCAA, it's wild. You put a lot of and pressure on your college school. basketball. You can't be good if you have a big man in college basketball. You can't be good. D- when's the last time a big man, other it's, than it's you dominated. Have, yeah, it's dominated by guards? You can be five foot two and dominate college basketball. It's just it's so stupid. 
I just, you guys just so put a lot stupid. of pressure on your school. All the time. As they well, should. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. We put pressure. Art, you don't go to that school unless you want pressure. Like, oh. yeah. you, that's, you can go that's to Toledo. No, I know. I'm, we're not the only school like that. We're not the only school like that. I'm not saying that, but like they won the national championship in 97 and I signed with them in 98 because I wanted to win a national championship. And I feel like I could do that in my backyard. Like, like we went to the, we went to the final four in 2001 Channing committed to us in 2001 because he wanted to go to a final four. So like there's certain schools that you don't even sign up for unless you're like, I want to play on national television and I want to compete. That also means that if you fuck it up, like you have a, you're up by 15 with four minutes to go against the school to go to the final four. People are going to talk about that for fucking. They still are talking about it. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Every final four, they talk about it. It's tough. (sighs) Um, (laughs) All right. Let's go to the NBA. I knew that I would get you guys talking, and despite the attitude Richard gave us after we sat on here and watched his screen well, go just double don't, time. You know better. Um, you know you patience. you. That's your fault. You started with it. So what does Coach K? Why don't you just say what does Coach K mean to you? It's like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, you know what? Nothing. Big game has been asked that. James Worthy has been I asked know, it on live television, and care. he's handled it like a champ, despite his not love for I Duke. Don't care. I look. I have respect, but I don't care. But I think he's a good, good, an okay coach. <laughs> you know, I think their teams are okay. I really just, like, I, I really think their school just, is dog shit. I really just set this up to allow you to address the dislike and discomfort that people have for you for what happened with Memphis. <laughs> what happened with Memphis? Oh, I what happened? So I That's help people to understand I, that. See, Richard also doesn't like. Duke, just like he apparently doesn't like being yeah. in the city of Memphis. Oh, they no, killed me the at the beginning seat. of the year for saying the, something I about him. I was the one seed. This is this is my thing. We were the one seed and we lost to the eighth seed, right? We were the one seed and we lost to the eighth seed. And so I was like, Perk was like, you know, some people that don't want to be here. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to be here. Just like I wouldn't want to be on fucking Coach K's court, right? Like, I don't give a fuck about Duke. I'm not, I don't want to go there. There's not some shit I want to go do. And I have no problem telling it. If you got issues with me telling you that, then that's fine. But people started being like, all right, Jefferson doesn't like Memphis. The, you know, you don't know the history and blah, 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 how important. And it's like, motherfucker, yes, I do. I'm not talking about the city. I'm talking about I don't like Memphis, the team that beat me and beat our team. So fuck off. Like, if you're mad about it, do you know one thing that you can bet a million bucks on it? I don't care if you're mad. So like, you're wasting your energy being mad or tweeting at me any of that shit because I'll say it fucking again. I'll do it again. Dude, they it they were again. killing me online just because I said, where are you going to go down on Beale Street and get some St. Louis style ribs? Right? And they were like, we got our own style of ribs, Channing. Fuck you. Ah, Fuck you, Channing. Ah. Memphis doesn't want you. I go, I don't want Memphis. I love your team. I love your team. I don't want no parts of Memphis. No, thank you. But that, but listen, their fan base, their fan base, and this is one thing they don't understand because whatever. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a fuck about Die Hard. It shows a lack of awareness. It shows a (laughs) lack of awareness. Why? No, hear me out. New York fans, do they give a fuck if people don't like them? Like Yankees, Knicks, Giants. No, they like you don't like us. We don't care. Go fuck yourself. Keep it pushing. <laughs> Boston fans. Oh, Boston God. fans give a fuck if you don't like them. They don't give a shit if you don't fucking like them. They've got each other. 
They don't give a shit, right? You don't like fucking Boston without you, whatever. Chicago fans, they don't care. Memphis is like, you don't like us? You you don't like Memphis? Well, you, you know, you don't know your history. And, what the fuck? It doesn't even sound like a sports team. Uh, yeah, like these people. It's like, yo, that is a sign of respect, you dim-witted fucking new to the fucking club clowns. That is a that is a that's a sign of respect. If I don't like you, I hate Duke. That is a sign of respect, right? I hate Memphis. That's a sign of respect. Now, when you turn it into something else, that makes you the idiot. And I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with them being idiots. Guys, who's going to win the East? How was that, Allie? Is that, that, that what you're looking for? <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Who's going to win the I'll East? I'll say it again. How in the world are the Celtics? Hey, can I say this, Richard? Oh, can I say this? What? Two things. Remember what I said about the Philadelphia 76ers and how they struggle if they don't get to the free throw line. And you saw Ooh. what, uh, I Ty think Lou? you saw what T. Lou said. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that was, there were some out of contacts there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to shoot my guy too down. There's anyways, but anyways, this, everybody who was at the top is starting to duck the nets. <laughs> All of a sudden, all these teams are starting to lose a lot. They were like, Kyrie came back. The team is starting to look good. KD's healthy. People are like, ah. Yeah, those motherfuckers just lost them. They just lost ah. Charlotte last Dude, night. But you're I, right. Charlotte is on fire. Wants that one seed. No, nobody wants nobody that. Wants nobody that. wants that. Nobody wants to work that nobody hard. That one right? Like Miami's no, fighting. No, not, They're like, we're not supposed it, to be winning. <laughs> And it, and and look, with all due respect to our boy Kyrie, with all due respect to like the, the talent they have on that roster, there's one motherfucker in that conference you want to avoid, and it ain't his name ain't Joel Embiid, his name ain't Demar Derozan, his name ain't Jason Tatum. It doesn't the rhyme with Giannis. You want to avoid in that conference? <laughs> yes, doesn't. There's not even Giannis. You don't like. You're fine. Miami, fucking Milwaukee. Let's fucking go. There's one fucking person in that conference that you want to avoid, and his name is fucking Kevin Durant. That's it. That's just. I mean, like, Giannis is one, up there. Like, Giannis is up there. No, Giannis. No, no, no. But if you had to pick between going against KD and Giannis, yeah, I'll take. Who the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a healthy, yeah, a healthy KD with somebody else is ridiculous. Yo, Giannis is, yeah, Giannis is dominant. His force dunks on shit. Any day, give me fucking Giannis over KD any day. Give me, I'd rather play against them, guard them, and that is a sign of respect to both of them. But, like, at least they're, like, maybe Giannis will miss some threes. <laughs> maybe Giannis will have an off night from the free throw line. That fucker Kevin is shooting 50, 40, 90. He ain't off on nothing. <laughs> and it definitely ain't going to be two games and in a row. And he's cruising. Oh, he's cruising. That motherfucker. Yeah, everyone's starting to duck. Night. Everyone's starting to, ah, that 10 yeah. to 9 is flaring up. They have the best record. They have the best record in the Eastern Conference when he plays. If you look at their winning percentage when he plays, they are a 50-win team. So say what you want about them being the eighth spot. When he's on that court, they're on a 50-win like fifty win uh, pace. And so if you're in that eight, if he's the eight and they're the number one, then all of a sudden you're playing against a team that has 50 wins with Kyrie full-time now which means it probably would have been be an even higher pace because you're only accounting for when Kevin Durant plays and you're not counting Kevin and Kyrie or Kevin Kyrie when he's not on the road. That shit is a fucking pro- I don't want so, those problems. So does Kyrie's full-time return justify their rise to be NBA title favorites? 
thought it was fucking stupid. That's Vegas trying to steal everyone's money. That's Vegas trying to steal everyone's money. It is. I think that that's that I no, I don't think that they are. I don't think that unless they get Ben Simmons back and he can be 75% of what you okay. He has not played all year, has not practiced. Like what you can't just go out there and be like, oh, championship but, but, level. He's never even played at a championship level. So then, wait, so, so you guys and, and, are saying Ali, that they're you, not title favorites, but you're talking about everyone wanting to duck them because they don't want to face them? In the them? first round. No, we said that in the, the, the first, first round, round. We're saying the first round, they could yeah. beat you. If you're the second and you can get to the conference finals, though? if you go two, what first round means that you can play you could play them and lose in the no, first round. I but if know you're what it means. Two, the point is, is no, <laughs> I'm saying that's why we're saying they're trying to duck them. What are you trying to say, Allison? No, I'm just saying, why are you guys so against you're sitting here and saying like, you're a 50 win team with Kevin Durant. And now you're adding in one of the most dynamic. We all know who Kyrie is. And now that he's there full time, you're saying, and they played together in the past. It's not like the two are just picking up shot for the first time. You really don't think that they should be a title favorite. No, no. In their present form, yeah, they can beat a team in in the first round. But to say that they need to continue performing like that way all the way through the NBA finals, that's that's fucking hard. Like, Allie, yeah, Allie, you watched the Cavs go to four straight finals. You watched the Lakers go to a finals. The togetherness that is needed on top of talent, on top of health, on top of luck. You need all of those things mixed into a bag. And even then, it's a fucking crapshoot. They're missing so many things in the bag. Do they have the talent on the roster? Yes. Is that talent all playing? Is that talent all together? Are they? Do they have a continuity of flow? Are they playing high-level defense? Are they doing the things that you see with a championship? No. But do they have some fucking monsters that can win a series? Yeah. Kyrie and KD, they can win a series. But now to say that they would need to do that in the first round and the second round, in the conference finals, in the NBA finals, with the way they're they're constructed and playing, no. But I think they can win a round or two. Yeah, who's coming I out of the East? I would not bet any money on them to win the championship. I I say Milwaukee. Still, I think Milwaukee too. I Milwaukee. just Milwaukee's been the best team in the league the last four yeah. years. Best record two years in a row. Finished second. Finished second or third? No, they they. Uh, I think they were first they last year. Third. No, they finished third. It was Philly. Oh, right, one. right. Then Brooklyn was two, Milwaukee was three. That's why they had to do a game right. seven in Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. So they finished first, first, third, and I don't know where they are now, but Think they can finish anywhere Mil- as high as first. Milwaukee's road might be like Charlotte first round, and then the winner of like Miami, someone else second round, and then you got to beat up <laughs> like Nets or a Sixers team and the Nets or the Sixers have to play Toronto and then have to play Miami and then have to play Boston. So like the Milwaukee, wherever they're positioned, I, my daughter has my phone now, but like wherever they're positioned is the past path of least resistance, right? The first round okay, got a little challenge. Second round, uh, probably Third finals, then then we're talking about now you're really getting going. Brooklyn, that was a tough loss for them because with Charlotte at that eighth spot, they need to have now Charlotte owns the tiebreaker. So they now have to actually have a better record than Charlotte to go. That game last night was huge. And it was tough that it sucks that they were on a back to back and didn't play well and Charlotte played well. But for for Brooklyn, they now might have to go against Trey Young and Atlanta. 
in a in a one game situation. I'm taking my chances. And then they would have to then, <laughs> then they would have chances. to possibly play against then they would then they would probably have they would probably have to play against the winner of fucking they have to go against currently the the winner of Cleveland Charlotte. They oh, definitely don't want Toronto because Kyrie I'm taking can't that go too. There. But I'm saying that now but that's what I'm saying though. Their first game, Brooklyn's first game to get in today. Their first game would be dumb. Atlanta. Trey Young Easy and those dumb. fucking bad boys. You know that those boys I'm just saying, you know what those boys are totally, capable totally. of in a one-game situation. Still easy dub. And then the next game would be Cleveland versus Charlotte. It's not an easy dub. Those motherfuckers needed to win last night, bro. I know, but what I'm off. saying in this, let's just, if you were just to say right now, the Nets versus the Hawks, I'm taking the Nets all day. The Nets versus a beat-up Cleveland team with youth, it's not going to be an easy game. That's still another dub. And then they would play the number two team, correct? If you're a computer. Oh, there you are. Uh, no, no, because right now, currently, they would only be able to be the eight. Oh, but eighth, the, my yeah. thing is this. They're starting off the postseason in two game sevens. Yeah. They got to start off in the NCAA tournament just to get to the best yeah. of seven. Like, come on, bro. Like, that, like betting favorite? My ass. I'm not betting a dollar on that. <laughs> I mean, I bet a dollar. Guys, I bet. <laughs> Guys. Do you, you respect, got, are you respecting the heat in Boston at all? Are you believers in Boston? No, well, Robert Williams got hurt out. today. He's gone. He's gone for seven weeks. Robert Williams. Oh, that's tough. Ooh, so no, they should be fine in the first round. What's what happened? He tore his meniscus or something in his knee. So oh, like he was huge seven for weeks. them. Yeah. Right. In seven weeks. Yeah. yeah. He's the fucking the backbone <laughs> yeah. of their defense. Oh. So now you get a lot smaller because you have Al Horford and not as much athleticism. A lot less athletics. Yeah. And, and yeah. your bench is less. Uh, well, look, Boston, Boston, they've won six in a row, and that's put them as yeah. a tied the top, right? They put them a tied the mm-hmm. top. Like, Miami's lost four in a row. And that's what I'm saying. Like, think about that shit. If you lose four in a row, they won six in a row, and they're tied. Like, you can get hot at the right time. I, I get all of those. Who's things. Miami's superstar is what I ask. Oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. Ellie. I was literally just going to say, as I'm asking you players, this. what did you guys make of Miami scuffle? Yeah, no, <laughs> I like really? UD still no. got some fire in that tank. <laughs> I, I mean, love it. and when you know the pe- like and when that, you know the people, was... when you know the people, yeah, yeah, but Spo well, was more listen. talking to Jimmy, uh, sometimes you got to match energy with somebody, right? And I think Gilbert, I was listening to something he said, he goes, it wasn't like they had lost, this is before they lost another two, but like they had only lost two in a row and they were reacting like that. Like, mm-hmm. this is uncomfortable for them. They, they are not addressing the problems that they've had all year, right? They struggle to score the ball at times, right? They rely on their offense, which is great, but they don't have a guy other than Tyler Hero who could just go get you 30 every single night. That's a lot on him, right? When's the last time you seen Jimmy Butler score consecutive 30-point games, 40-point games? When's the last time you seen Bam go on a stretch? You haven't seen any of these guys do that except for Tyler Hero. So when he shut down, you go on these lulls. I watched them the other day. I watched him six possessions in a row. Now, this is good basketball, quote-unquote, but they didn't score one possession. They ran it down 
uh, six possessions to 24 second shot clock and somebody had to chuck up a three dribble hand up back cut dribble hand. they're running their offense and I'm like somebody gotta make a damn move this isn't practice you're not running your, like play basketball they don't have a dude who could just go get you a bucket like that except for Tyler Hero but they will break you down Jimmy Butler but Jimmy Butler's not yet Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's, Butler's statistically the having the worst year of his career now, mind you, that may be injuries, but how much do they have left in the tank? What is Victor Oladipo? Yeah, well, Victor Oladipo. And I'm not talking about the Miami streets. No. Oh, yeah. Oladipo could be helped. The reason why I respect both those teams is that they've beaten yeah. Milwaukee, right? Like I like like Miami beat Milwaukee, and then COVID that crazy year. So, like the only reason why I respect it, even though Milwaukee is better, they believe. They oh, believe. Yeah. So I know that they believe that they can beat Milwaukee. So that makes me respect them because they have done it. Now, they didn't beat the defending champ. But half of the battle in professional sports, as you know, Ali, is that do you believe that you can do it? Right? However outlandish it is. So, like, look, if I think Milwaukee is the best team because they're the deepest, most talented, most well-balanced. They've got Phoenix three is superstars. The all of – no, I'm talking about oh, okay, the Okay, okay. Okay, so go fuck off. Um but if you do all of that, if you do all of that, and then you're saying like, okay, they've got all that. They have to, they're the defending champions, defending finals MVP. They've been the best team in the league the last four years. But one of those four years, Miami beat them. And I think Miami's better. They added, they, you know, Tyler Hero's not a rookie right. anymore. They added Kyle huge. Lowry. P.J. Tucker is going to be huge, huge for them coming trying to guard Giannis. <laughs> they need I everybody. P.J. Tucker can do as good. Yeah, they can do as good of a job as anybody can do in trying to guard Giannis. So if you've got somebody on your team that can do as good of a job as anybody, then that's half yeah. the battle. They got bodies for him you know? is, and, is the thing. Yeah, that Bam me, can guard yeah. him. Jimmy can guard him. P.J. can guard him. Marcus yeah. Morris can guard him. Uh, you can yeah, just throw bodies on him, and they're not afraid to mix up their zone coverage. But the problem is <laughs> Milwaukee is I the like. best three-point shooting team in the league, which is a problem when you need to go against a zone versus one guy, where then Milwaukee mm-hmm. added a surge they add Bobby Portis has gotten better. Right, Brooke is going to do his thing. Is grosses yeah, me out. Bro, Grayson yeah, Allen Ibaka. is good for them. George yeah. Hill is good for yeah. them. Like you know, no, but that's but 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 to your point though, Channing. Even if you look at Milwaukee, I like the matchup of Drew Holiday versus uh, versus Kyle Lowry. Uh, Kyle yeah. Lowry. I like the matchup of Jimmy Butler versus um, Chris uh, Middleton, versus Chris yeah. Middleton. Like, look at that. Like when you start thinking about that, like Bam and and PJ versus Giannis, then you go Chris Middleton versus Jimmy Butler. That's an even fucking matchup. That's an, that's an even matchup. Like Chris Middleton, like he might not get the love and respect, but if you he's watch cold. that fucker play, he's cold. He's he's efficient. His game, he got like an old man game. Like he just, you know, there's just something about his game that's not like flashy, but like his numbers, his percentages. Like he's a three-time all-star at this point in time. So it's like so much and you know, uh, their team, I just think matches up well against Miami. So, but Boston, I don't know. Boston, I need, I need to see, I, I don't know. I, I got to figure out Boston. I believe in Miami. I Boston has been the hottest team since like January one, right? Like the, what they've been doing over the last few months has been impressive, but I don't Winners know. Winners of 11 of their last 12. What strikes you guys lately out of the West? <laughs> Phoenix is the best team. It's not even close. It is not even close. These dudes, it's just like 
You know who's going to be their leading scorer, and then after that, you're just like, well, let's take a crapshoot. Well, it's DeAndre Aiden, or it's Mikael Bridges, or it's Cam Johnson, or it's Jay Chowderhead. It's, you know, it's whoever you... But, like, my thing is, what is, you know, and I've been hearing rumblings, what is Luca? and I say this, what is Luca going to do in the playoffs this year? And how good is Memphis? Like, we talk about as good as the Suns are. I think the Suns are a deeper team. They're more physical. I think they're more prepared for the, the, the postseason. But I think Memphis's underdog swag is something that we haven't seen in a while. Like, where they go in, they're like, hey, listen, we, we want a piece of everybody. Do we think Memphis, do we think Memphis can beat Phoenix? T- I'd love like, to watch say, that if series. Every t- if, both te- if both teams play good, not great, just both teams play then good. Then Phoenix wins. Who wins Memphis has to play yeah. great to beat Phoenix. And Phoenix has to play good. Yeah. Yes. Because Phoenix also has some court. Now, you look at Phoenix and you're just like, they are like two or three deep at every fucking yeah. position. Zach Lowe did, oh no, it was, it was Tim Legler. Tim Legler did an amazing job. He's like, all right, let's break it down. Do they have great point guard play? Yes. Do they have a great, do they have great two guard play? Yes. Do they have great clutch performers? Yes. Do they have a dominant big? Yes. They actually have a dominant big and they have backups in JaVale McGee and Bismack, and Bismack Biombo. Do they have good three and D's? You need three and D's. Yeah. They got one of the best in Mikael Bridgers and Jay Crowder and Tor- Tory Craig. It's a really good job. So when you look at like what, like, do they have depth at the point guard spot? Yes. Like campaign, like go down the, and they just added, they just added, um, uh, at the trade deadline, they added, uh, the youngest holiday, the oh, youngest uh, holiday sh- brother from Indiana, uh, Christmas holiday? Holiday? I think Aaron. Yeah. My point <laughs> is this, is that those bad boys are two, three deep in every position. And there's not one box that they don't yeah. check. Name one box that they don't check. They got a great home court advantage, right? Like Phoenix, they love oh. the Suns. They don't fuck around. That is the number one team outside of Arizona basketball. Like it is, it is the Phoenix Suns is what they live and die for. So the crowd is going to be packed. It's going to be live. And they're actually intelligent basketball fans. So they, you know, there's when the crowd, when they're struggling, the crowd will lift them up, that type of shit. So they just check every box and they've had the best record. Can all I year. say this? They beat, they, they, they're off to like their best starts when they had like MVPs like Steve Nash and fucking Charles yeah. Barkley. What I'll say this is Miami and, and Phoenix are very similar in structure. Obviously, I think that's a lot because James Jones comes from the Miami system. But the difference between the two, and they both are extremely successful. They're mentally tough. They're physical. Phoenix has superstars on their team. Devin Booker is a bona fide superstar. Chris Paul is a bona fide superstar. Where Hall, Hall of, of Famers. Famers, where you go, Devin Booker can get you 70. Who can get you 50 on Miami? Right? Devin Booker can get you 50. Who's giving you 50 on Miami? Right? Or it's like, hey, who else is going to go off for 40 or 35 like Cam Johnson did? The other week, right? Or he's nice, nice. He's right? Good. And so they that's can. what I'm saying. They don't have that type of offensive firepower, even though their defense is elite. 
they have to rely on each other so much where it's like you're going to, you got to keep games under 100 to have a chance where Phoenix goes, oh, y'all want to run and gun? Well, guess what? After the second quarter, we bring our second group in. That's another that's another 50 points added to the game. Oh, Phoenix, 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 Phoenix beat Miami in Miami, and it was no Chris Paul, Cam? no Jimmy yeah. Butler. Which let no 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 and maybe no Cam maybe no right. Cam also but it was no Jimmy Butler no they beat them by twenty right and I'm not saying that that says everything that just to me says when they get into a matchup fully loaded you would imagine because everything that we do we assume health I say that every time because that's what we're predicting on is either players coming back or players being healthy during these matchups fuckers get hurt they, you got to throw all that <laughs> shit out the window. Cause it just messes up everything. But no, I don't know. I just think that Phoenix is by far the most complete team in this league. And I think truly believe that if Phoenix and Milwaukee were to meet in the finals, I think it would be a closer series. And I think I would, I would put my money on Phoenix, but I wouldn't put a lot of money on them. I wouldn't put a lot of my, I think Phoenix is, I think Phoenix has improved more than Milwaukee has improved. Totally. Case in point. Phoenix, that's the story out of the West. With that said, Channing, you have something that you want to uh, enlighten us on, I believe. All right. So from the NBA to some pop culture, which is my favorite, I'm going to choose these moments to educate myself. However, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to defend your guy, your teammate, LeBron. Um, We are in award season, which means it was also not only was it the Oscars, we're going to take a, a different direction. It was the 42nd Golden ah, Raspberry Awards. Okay. <laughs> Trash. LeBron wins Worst Actor <laughs> Razzie Award for Space Jam to a new legacy. They didn't like his chemistry with Bugs Bunny. <laughs> well, well, all I'm going to say is this, is that I texted Bron and I was like, fuck you, bro. You're even the best at being the worst. <laughs> Are you the best at being the worst? Oh, yeah. We for Aww. sure texted him. You did? Oh, the group chat. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. We stop. Channing posted it. Channing posted <laughs> the award. Channing posted it. I think this should be in a the, segment the, yeah. every Absolutely. week. We need something funny on the what? group text the group chain. Chat? Yeah. Something funny every week. So um, give me something. Yeah. This week is that. Uh, yeah. Uh, the raspberries. Yeah. What did Braun uh, say? Yeah. Uh, he laughed. He laughed. He was just like, hey, look, man, you know. I can't like, win at all. I'm getting better. I'm working. I'm working. Yeah, he's like, no, no, he did. He did. He actually won the award. He didn't he, like he won. He won the award. He was the worst. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but I think one one thing that we all know is like the fact that that man did that and then won the championship the next year. Like, sorry, guys. Like, you know, you didn't think his acting was was fucking a plus. He was busy bringing another championship to the fucking during a pandemic to the following season <laughs> during the pandemic and a fucking bubble away from his family for a hundred and something days. Like, okay, he doesn't get. Like, he really doesn't give you a shit. Care because you want to be. He doesn't give a shit, and I don't mean that he does. Like, like you don't let those people judge it. My kids fucking love the yeah. movie. Did your yes, kids love it, yes. That's all. That's all that matters to him is that the kids love the movie. My kids people. definitely love it. I okay, refuse well, to guys, watch it though. You didn't watch it? I've watched it six different times, but I don't oh. watch it anymore. It's tired of the bad <laughs> You're acting. Done. <laughs> You're done. Name that TikTok star. Um, all right. What's You're the done. best basketball movie ever and why? White Man Can't Jump. Ooh. White Man Can't Jump. 30th anniversary. 
30 years since it debuted. Shout out Josiah. All right, I'll stop chewing, but I was hungry. No, listen. Teen Wolf. The reason why it was the best movie. You're a fucking, that's not even a basketball movie. Weirdo. What is it? <laughs> oh my God. Allison, are you serious? What? Wait, you don't know about Teen Wolf? No. Allie, okay. You got to watch that. Write this down. You got to watch it. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is amazing. amazing. What is it? Teen Wolf. Michael J. Fox. It's got Michael J. Fox and the other one's got uh, Bateman in it. Uh, what's I like both of those guys. What just uh, best basketball movie? This white man can't jump and it's not. It white is man white can't man can't jump. Is the best. Is it? It's the best. Yeah, it is the best. It's over so Hoosiers good. because the air up there was really good. Air up there was trash. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Was the Wait, Jimmy Allie, Dolan shaking bank. Have you seen? Have you seen White Man Can't Jump, Alley? No. Oh come on. What, Alley? Write a note. It's, it's, we need it's, a notepad. Come on. It's, it's just, not. It's, just, it's, it's not like moment. that. It's like I just don't. Yeah. I can't sit still. <laughs> Ellie, turn on a candle, take an edible, and, and watch the damn movie. Culturally, there is not a movie that is more accurate. That is more accurate. Like, from the standpoint of this, it was over the top, but there was so much truth in that movie. Like, for me growing up, that movie came out when I was 12 years old. Oh, and I was like, and I was going to the park. Yeah, I was going to the park every day. Just and you was, and I was like, I watched that movie. And I was like, wait, there are people that just go to the park even when they're older every day. Because that's for some people, like how you go to the gym, or people get on the Peloton, or people guys get off work, they put on their shorts, and they go to the park and they'll play for two hours. That's what they do two, three times a week. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, they're just not going to do it. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> so I just think culturally, some of the things that they talked about, and it's like, dude, there's people that are gambling. There's people that are doing all this. There's tons of fights. And if you did not play in a three-on-three tournament as a oh. kid on the blacktop, like, oh, oh. it was amazing. Did was you amazing. always get beat by the team called Jesus Freaks that no, tried to convert you afterwards? Was, no, hell no. We were whooping <laughs> ass. No, so we played. So when the 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 in 94, I think- the the Suns had um had that the three on three tournament. They had oh, they had the All Star game. So then we played in like one of the arenas, like in there. Then we played in Hoop It Up. Remember Hoop It Up, Channing? Stop. Three on three used to be big. They don't do them as much anymore. I think every kid is in AAU and private training, but three on three tournaments. Oh, do you know how fucking fun basketball was playing three on three half court? Three on that three was- will expose you very quickly, oh, though. Quick, quick. You don't. Because if you play plays, a team of all guards and they yeah. don't miss and they're just moving, you're a big and man. You're like, they're moving. Yeah, you got to move. You pass, cut, screen, roll, catch, rotate. You just got like, you, you dog, it was the worst for me. And my <laughs> kids I, are if so I'm addicted, posting up every time. Oh, I yeah. will not, I will say this of all of the proud moments, like my kids love sports, they're in little league, basketball. Nothing makes me more proud than my boys want to go to the park and see if anyone is there that they can play basketball with. Like that is the ultimate win. They're like, daddy, can we go to the park and see if anyone's there? And I'm like, that's me. That used to be me. I used to show up if nobody was there or not, but it was still just like, 
I just remember it's like, mom, can you take me to the park? And she'd be like, no, we got to go do this. And I would be devastated. I would be fucking crushed. I would be so mad when she, we'd be driving home from church on a Sunday and Sunday Mondays were the best day to play. And I'm like, hey, uh, mom, like after church, can you like drop me off the park? And a lot of times she would say no, because she didn't want to fucking pick me up. And so, <laughs> but like, I would like catch the bus or whatever, but no, white man can't jump is the best because it was funny. It was humorous. It was real. There was aspects in it, like the two on two, the three on three, like all of that stuff. Like that was the 90s. Okay. I have two last two for you and you can't say Space Jam 2 here, but I want your lamest basketball movie. And then Space Jam who 2. would play you in a movie? Air Bud. I was going to say that that was my favorite basketball movie. <laughs> that, but we also know your basketball knowledge. You haven't seen. Yeah, it's trash. Up, so it doesn't carry. First a lot of, of all, just because I don't watch basketball movies is not a knock on my basketball knowledge. Okay. Yes, it is. Check yes, yourself. it is. But yes, it's Channing. Channing. No, it's yes, not. Channing. Yes, it is. Allie, not, you need to watch this. IQ. You're not everyone a historian. Says, not your basketball says, IQ. Your basketball knowledge. Everyone says. You need to be a historian. Everyone says I graduated high school 15 years ago and I have yet to use the Pythagorean theorem. I have yet to use the mm -hmm. algorithm or whatever, quadratic formula. A squared plus B Guess squared what? equals C squared. Used it yesterday. <laughs> because your child probably <laughs> <laughs> needed a homework help. With Basically. that said, yep. take, a um, take a drink. You guys aren't spitting basketball movies in your daily life in terms of your work. Yes. So no, I don't yeah, need yes, to yes, watch basketball movies. And if everybody's yeah. like, how do you make cool favorite? references if you don't, you don't know the to, reference? You don't need to watch them all. I am cool. Don't I don't to need to make references. <laughs> but you need what? to watch it. Remember the Titans. You need to watch Remember the Titans. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Great movie. Haven't seen it. Oh my god. Okay, so what is your worst basketball movie? Yeah, Airbud. Airbud. Suck. Do you guys? Anybody? Any of our older listeners remember the the Saturday morning TV show where they had like the girl playing basketball? Do y'all remember, not remember that? It, no. uh, it probably didn't last very long, Richard. No, it was. It was on for a couple oh, really years. Oh, really cheating? Like, on, like, really after, cheating? Sa after, like, Saved by the Bell. No, well, he's, uh, it's, it's, he's talking about a show unmemorable. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it had nothing to do with a girl anyway, playing anyway. basketball. And, it was and, a sucky that, show. It was, it, was, it, was a, it was a shitty show, but it was cool. Uh, okay, okay who plays you guys movie? in a movie? Oh, you already said it. Everybody. I gotta if it's us, it's Key and Peele easily. Would play us. Would be hilarious. Oh, you guys are going as a tandem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you I stop can't hold messing it. I with can't your invisible please. <laughs> oh, sorry. They're not a sponsor. It's a new one in my t-shirts. Which, by the oh, way, yeah. they should become a sponsor because Channing and I both wear Invisalign, and I just told someone yesterday, I swear oh, I by them. I wore Invisalign so. years ago. Oh, my God. Amazing. They're so Back to it. Um, all right. So, Keenan, who um, is it? Keenan and Peele? What is the worst basketball movie? What's the one with uh, little little uh, little Mikey? What's his name? Little oh, Romeo, like Mike. Like Mike. Like Mike. That was trash. Trash. I never saw Thunderstruck, and I'm not. I heard it wasn't. I heard it was just okay. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. With Kevin Durant. What Kevin Durant? Oh God! What about the one with Kyrie? Trash. What Uncle Drew? <laughs> Uncle Drew. I thought, I thought Uncle Drew was good. From who? For, from Uncle Drew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that, None of our boys right. make good movies, man. Episode. Damn. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's, that's actually not really sad. Richard, that's actually no. really sad. Ron was in that one movie with with Amy Amy Schumer. Trainwreck. That was funny. 
Yeah, that was good. Yeah, well, that's what it was. <laughs> All right. You guys are awesome. That'll do it. Two hours is way too long. What is the worst basketball movie? <laughs> you keep thinking about it. We will talk about it on next week's episode. But for now, rate, review, subscribe. Perfect. If you love road tripping, send us a call. Shoot us a text. Let us know how you feel. We'll talk about it. You know the number. 657-5-CALL-RT. And with that, it's another edition of Road Tripping.